Hello, all my lovely little dolls out there. It is me, Patty Baston. This is another episode of Dating the Dolls. Today, I've got my gorgeous friend, Naya, on the podcast. And this is actually the second time that we've recorded this, believe it or not. Um, we recorded like as a bit of an experiment at the beginning of the year. And um, it was a bit doom and gloom. So hopefully, round two is going to be a little bit more fun. Um, so stay tuned to find out about how we went on this date with the same guy. And it ended up terribly for both of us. And there's lots of different shenanigans and um, updates going on here. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. Hello, my sweetheart. Hello, darling. How are you? I'm wonderful, darling. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good, thank you. I've got a jubile beer. Jubble. I've got, what's mine? Guava. Yours, yeah, the Hazy Jane Guava, which the is Hazy my favourite beer at the moment from Brewdog. Love um, that. You are looking gorgeous. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, In your little Harvard University t-shirt. Yeah, um, university. I didn't go to university. <laughs> no one's thinking that, don't worry. <laughs> so this is actually the second time that we sat down to have a conversation. It is, it is. <laughs> and I'm quite glad as well because... The first, obviously, like the first time we did this, it was the trial run. It was so the trial speak. run. So I kind of, I got all this like podcasting stuff and I was like, do you want to come over and record, be on the podcast and do yeah. an episode with me? And there was no kind of, I had a vague idea of what was going to happen on the podcast, but it was like, just like, let's have get tipsy and then have a bit of a chat. <laughs> yeah. And lovely, lovely Imogen sat down and spent a lot of time and effort um, editing it together i listened to the day and i was like we can't put this we can't put this out there no and i'm pretty glad to be fair because um we were just both miserable yeah and, and then, we were drunk and we were miserable yeah and <laughs> so, I'm, I'm i'm probably gonna trust get... me you did not want to listen to it i didn't want to listen to it she didn't want to listen to it <laughs> no one wanted it honey so we're doing take two take two and I'm probably because, like I said, we're drinking beer. So this is apparently this is the new thing on the podcast is that I, on the last episode with Alexis, I was very drunk on champagne, and um, on that. and then this episode, I've had a couple of beers. But champagne anyway, drunk is a different drunk. As well. Champagne drunk is a different <laughs> drunk. Um, how are things? So we last spoke in March. Now no one's heard those conversations. They don't know what we're speaking about. But you yeah. seemed to be a, a little bit mm-hmm. down in the dumps. Yeah. I was. Definitely. How are things with you at the moment? Uh, I am in such a better place. Um, back then, I was mainly uh, one thing I want to say as well is I was just starting hormones. Okay. So actually, before we get into this whole subject, like let's have a bit yeah. of a backstory about you. So okay, what's your name? Where'd you come from? <laughs> uh, my name is Nia. I am from Manchester originally. Uh, born and raised in North Manchester, the council estates of New Moston. Oh, um, yeah, and I grew up there. I lived there pr- pretty much all my life. Um, very cis heavy, very like heteronormative. You know, everyone looks the same, acts the same. Everyone's either like a drug dealer or in prison or uh-huh. got five kids and to five different baby dads and <laughs> very that. Um, and I was obviously not that that person I didn't fit that mold and I knew that from a very young age so after I left my mum's I lived on my own in Rochdale for about five months and that was when I started experimenting with gender properly Mm -hmm. um when was that that was late so I'd been experimenting with gender for a while but like more so with makeup than anything. Yeah, yeah. Because you um, are, well, you well, I say you were, but you are also a makeup artist by trade. I am, I am a makeup artist. I am. That is what I studied. Um, yeah. I studied makeup and hair, and I was working as a makeup artist for about 
a year. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit and then everything just kind of like flipped upside down in my life. But yeah, um, I worked as a makeup artist for a year and then it was more so like obviously I was doing people, I was doing like makeup jobs, um, I was doing like test shoots and stuff like that. And then obviously COVID hit, so the makeup was predominantly on me. Mm-hmm. And then I bought my first wig. And I'll never forget, like, when I put that wig on, I didn't know it at the time, but right, like, looking back now, obviously, the second I put that wig on and I see myself, like, presenting female, I was, like, so overwhelmed with, like, gender euphoria. Yeah. And since then, it was, like, addictive. Like, I couldn't stop. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just had to, I I just wanted to look like that all the time. Obviously, it wasn't just like, oh, put a wig on, so I'm a girl now, (laughs) huh? It took a lot of obvious, obvious like, <clears throat> a lot of self-discovering um, and a lot of, like, looking back into my life and, like, why, like, like, connecting the dots almost mm-hmm. um, to, like, you know, I used to always, like, I'd dream about myself as a girl. I'd always want to be around girls. Um, I'd always want to wear girls' clothes, wear makeup, have long hair. And then just I don't know if, like going out into the world and presenting female is something I did after I moved out of my mom's mm-hmm. um because obviously while I was there it was hard because my mom she's she's accepting to a degree but like she wouldn't let me walk around with a wig on and a face full of makeup in like a sorty outfit do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so I was experimenting with that for a while um and then I started going out presenting female and no one clocked me. Let me just say that. No one clocked me. <laughs> All right. Um, people were probably clocking me, but, you know, I like to think no one was clocking me. <laughs> it's like, you stay in that bubble, darling. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, right, okay. Um, but no, so that's where it all started for me, mm-hmm. essentially. And then I started to want to do it all the time. Like, yeah, want to yeah. present female all the time. Yeah. I think you and I had a relatively similar kind of journey as like yeah, we're, we we're kind of we're lockdown yeah. babies in the sense that our eggs both cracked through lockdown and um and i think that's a very similar story for a lot of people because when you're home alone by yourself and you've and now you're like oh, we've got all these wigs and makeup and everything you're like well fucking no wait i'm just gonna do this more and then you're like "Ooh, okay there's something here and then for me uh, when it was kind of faced with the the reality of having to go back to reality, yeah, it was like, oh fuck, I can't do this at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fully feels like that when you when you get so comfortable ex- like presenting female, when you have to go back to a boy, you're like oh, I've like go back to presenting masculine, or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, when you have to do that, it's like oh god, well, I guess I'll just not wear a wig, <laughs> not wear makeup, <laughs> and that'll do. But yeah, no, I I understand what you mean. But yeah, so for me presenting female all the time it did get to a point where I was like okay I'm gonna like step back a little bit and just kind of like like look like self-reflect and just be like okay so does is this what I want do I want to be trans like am I a trans woman yeah and I was thinking about it literally non-stop for like a week or two like when I say non-stop I mean like all day morning night like is this what I want do I want to do this and then obviously came to the conclusion that I do, that I am a trans woman and I'm going to start the process of transitioning. And mm-hmm. then the day I moved into town with my flatmate, I just, that was the day I was like, right, this is 
the day the transition is going to properly start. Like, okay. I'm going to start presenting female all the time. I'm going to, you know, change my pronouns, change my name, etc. Because so you moved house and you moved gender. All yes, yes, literally. <laughs> new me, new house, new gender. No, literally, though, like, <laughs> I was in a very strange mindset where, like, I just felt like, oh, I've, like what I was saying before, that delusion where like no one can clock me. Like I look so pretty and so good. Like I definitely don't have like broad shoulders and a hard chin and, you know, just because I've got can some I, lashes and a bit of contour just, on, no one will clock me. You don't. <laughs> Excuse you me. Don't. I'm looking at this like two foot tall little pixie across the room from me. Oh, and, um, stop. Don't Oh, no, don't. Yeah, your head's big enough <laughs> as it is, love. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally though it is. If anyone wants to pay for my massive botox, that'd be great. Um, you got no jaw to dissolve, darling. I do. And it, right, fucking, I'm not giving you any more compliments now. Your head's big enough, right? So you moved into Manchester. You, yes, you've you've become a woman now. I've become a woman. Um, she's a woman. <laughs> and yeah. and you felt like you're in a bit of a chaotic phase. Yeah. No. So that's when it was the. So I kind of my plan was to just like hide away for two years get my transition over with and then reintroduce myself into the world as a woman. That did not go to plan. Mm. Let me tell you, it lasted about three months, four months. And then I was like, right, okay, so I've got to get a job now because, you know, even though OnlyFans was paying for my life, I just, it was getting to the point where like it started to dip. We were coming out of lockdown. You know, pandemic was starting to end and stuff, which is great in like every other term other than like no one's trapped in their house paying for the pawn anymore so i'm losing money Dang. so i have to get a job and then i started working um where i work now great place by the way um i couldn't have picked a better place as other trans people non-binary people everyone's like super understanding um and I, w- I was happy with the place i was working at it was just like so at the, at this time pretty much as soon as i'd started there like a week or two before i stopped wearing wigs mm. every day so I would have my short, my short hair. But when I say short, I mean like really short. Like it was, it looked like a dude's hair color. Like I'm just going to say it. I was, t- and then I bleached it and oh it was God, like, can we, can we have a conversation please about your bleached hair? About bleached hair. Girl. No, it was bad. It, it was, was really it was, bad. It was bad. Yeah. And I thought I looked good, mama. You could you not re- tell you really me did. shit. Like, <laughs> I really did. And it was one of those situations where I was like, it's not really my place to say something, but like, should I say something? In the sense of like, babes, please put down the bleaching brush. Yeah, no, it was. So basically, I'll tell you a little story about this anyway. So like, I bleached my hair. <laughs> Click clack. Very discreet. <laughs> um, So I bleached my hair. And then, you know, was living that fantasy was like, great. So I went to get my roots touched up, right? Uh, Nikki Oliver on Oldham Street. Have you ever been? No. Okay. So usually I go to Vox in Northern Quarter. Great place. Everyone's queer. Super accepting. Didn't even have to tell them I was trans before they clocked. Well, not clocked in a good way, not clocked in a bad way. So yeah, bleached my hair, went there to get my roots done. And I left with grey hair. (laughs) I went to get my roots done and I left with grey hair. Hair. <laughs> don't ask me how this happened i have no idea so i like so I'd, I'd gone home and like oh it might look different in like a different light or whatever i got home my hair was still gray obviously so then i rang them and i was like my hair's gray didn't want this can you get it back so we were like yeah sure come back on and i think it was like three days later 
and I'd bleached. So I'd gone back three days later and they bleached my hair again. Oh my God, no. So I'd ha- I got it bleached three it's times in the girl. space of about two months. Oh dear. And my hair <laughs> was in the worst condition. I'll, I'll never bleach my hair again because of this. My hair was so bad. It was frazzled. It was snapping like it, it, it and this was pre-hair transplant as well so not only that i had like, like floss, i had like, like a receding hairline yeah and my hair was frazzled and like it was just oh girl like it was ugh, it was not the tea <laughs> so anyway <clears throat> so that happened and i obviously went through the process of like you know i grew my hair out it's in a way it's so healthy now compared to like then but it's a million times better yeah no like because i've learned now I've learned from yeah. my mistakes, but yeah. Anyway, so that's that. Around that time was when I started um, at Makimea, and going into this environment where it's like it's a building that is essentially like a giant greenhouse. Like it's huge, and it gets so loud, and it's so full of people. It's like sensory overload. Not only that, going back into work, like do you know, what? I was where I had like a full beat. I was wearing like lashes contour three different bronzers like i my face was beat girl so i was getting like looked left right and center from people like all the time and it was just not doing anything for my anxiety after coming out as trans after like basically living in my room for about five months um and it's very cis heavy so i was getting misgendered hard yeah hard all the time and it was wearing me down mentally i can imagine because I was getting like, mate, dude, like people called me sir and shit. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I, I know, I know fully, like I know, literally. That's horrible. And like I was getting that, no joke, and 50, maybe 100 times a day, yeah. four days a week. And it was wearing me the fuck down. And mentally, like it's it was hard because like I look in the like now I look in the mirror and even though like I don't necessarily see what I want to see. I'm so much happier with what I see. Yeah. Whereas like back then I was like, it was hormones had like not changed me at all. And I was just like, I was just not in a good place mentally because I was just getting misgendered hard all the time. Like I was tired from working, like just over, over shit, like transitioning, like brings like all the stresses of my life were wearing me down. And not only that, like I was like desperate for like a relationship at this point. Like I just wanted someone to kind of, affirm to me you know that to make me feel like yeah. a woman yeah do you know what <clears throat> i mean and i think that's the, the thing that um because i've obviously through doing this and talking to a lot of different people about stuff and at the start of my transition i was exactly the same i felt exactly the same way that i i wanted to have a relationship obviously just for the sake of wanting a relationship mm-hmm. but it's, it was so reassuring and that kind of reaffirming kind of yeah. thing and that's really bad i yeah, highly highly is. recommend anyone that's listening to this if you're starting your transition the last thing you should be thinking about is dating. Yeah, literally. <laughs> don't, 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 don't rely on someone else to make you feel, like, happy within yourself. Yeah, obviously. but if you're someone, like, you and I are quite similar in this and that we do seek reassurance from other people. Yeah, yeah. And I think everyone does in some, to some extent. But, some, but so many people aren't like that and that they can happily sort of go through things and be like, do you know what? I'm just going to fucking focus on me and I mm-hmm. think it's so much better. And now I'm in place, a couple, like, a couple of years down the line that like i just it just feels so much better being with someone now and in a much better headspace with it because i'm I'm not looking for affirmation from them about my gender mm-hmm. and i just i want affirmation just because i'm a fucking needy fucker 
Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Whereas no, the beginning of everything, and it was very, it was all about, oh, just I just want to feel like a woman because yeah, I'm yeah, with yeah. This, this guy, whatever. And I think that you probably were quite similar. Yeah, definitely. definitely. How do you feel now? How is everything going for you, sort of like bringing us up yeah. to now? The past year has definitely tested me. Um, but I feel like now, because I, I, look in the, I look in the mirror and I see a woman, and it's not even because you know, hormones, like, I've got my little HRT boobs, and I've got, like, hips, and, you know, my face is slimmed down, my skin's softer, and stuff like that, and I can, I I don't feel like I'm trying to convince myself of it anymore, whether that's because I'm, like, nearly, how long is it, like, nearly two years into transitioning now, or, like, because of how my body looks, or how I, just how further along I am, I just feel so much happier. Like a lot of weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I just think to myself, like, if you look at me and think I'm a dude, then girl, like, I don't know what guys you're hanging around with in your life, but they're very feminine. <laughs> Let me just say this. Like, it's just, I just feel a lot more clarity. And I, I just want to touch on this as well. I feel like my hormone dosage is good now. Mm. So I feel like I'm my, so I can literally feel like how, how balanced my hormones are and yeah. how better it feels like now I'm on a good dosage because um, it, it does make a lot of difference for some does. people and I think sometimes when you're in the midst of it and especially if you, right at the start yeah and and everything is all really up in the air you don't you might not necessarily think oh fuck this is my hormones that are doing mm-hmm. this it, it's just like ah, blah, 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 yeah yeah all like, over the place and everything's then when you, just a bit crazy yeah exactly and then when you look back and you reflect you're like oh that's what, yeah that's fully what I do now that's what I mean like and everyone like we were talking about this before, like, everyone who knew me then and sees me now is, like, literally a different person. Do you know what I mean? Because... You really are, honestly. It's like, I'm so much more... I'm so much happier now. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm so much happier. I'm so much, like, I feel more like myself. Because the past... I've only been transition. I've not even been transitioning properly for, like, two years. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I'm still, I'm still new to it. And especially then, I was new to it. And I think that's what it was it was not knowing how to deal with misgendering dysphoria stuff like that like having to like go through the worst of it and come out the other end it's like oh now I see where I was going wrong where the mistakes were what I was doing that and how I let it affect me and now I look back and I'm like yeah I just what I wasn't in a good place but I am in a good place now and I just feel so much more happier so much more comfortable so much more content in myself and it's a nice feeling to look Good. back and reflect well, i'm i'm really glad to hear that Thank and you. i can see that looking at you as well and then, yeah. i mean we've we spoke about this earlier mm-hmm. like it does you you do feel like a, a different, different person. person yeah it's nice yeah <laughs> it's nice <laughs> it's nice for me too bloody hell what was the last date you went on? Romantic dates. I went on a, a date with a guy called Sian, actually, who okay. wasn't okay. Do we want to mention oh, names? <laughs> Hang on. Sian. Yeah. What does he look like? Small. Is he a footballer? Yeah. Does he also work as in the hospital? Yeah. Okay, right. Tell me about Sian. Okay. So I think, yeah, you've clearly gone on a date with oh, him. Oh, I've gone on a date with him. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought so. I could tell he's one of the. He's, he's kind of a teacher. Yeah. Um, Tell me everything. So I wanted wanna, to hear this. Right, okay. <laughs> the gossip, honey, it's coming in hot. Um, so we were speaking and then we... When was this out of interest? I'm going to say roughly about two months ago. Okay. Um, so I went on a date and it was cool. Everything was fine. Where did when, you go? 
We went to Cane and Grain. Okay. That's where I take all the guys to the festival. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, it's close to my flat. Yeah, and yeah. like, it's just, I don't know, it's an easy place to go for a first date. So yeah, we went there. Everything was cool. And then went back to his flat. And we were just chilling. We were watching Black Summer on Netflix. Because mm-hmm. I recommended it. Because I'm a big, like, zombie kind of person. If it wasn't that, it was going to be anime. Because I fucking love anime. But yeah, so we went back to his flat. We, like, kissed and stuff. And, like, nothing, nothing serious happened. And then he was asking me to stay and I was like, nope. Mm-hmm. Not because of like any other reason because I was like, because I had makeup. So it's a really stupid reason. It's, it sounds like I'm making an excuse to not stay, but I'm genuinely not like making an excuse. So I didn't bring any makeup wipes or anything like that. I didn't want to take my makeup off with like a rough towel and some water yeah. because then my skin would have gone red yeah. and I would have been said self-conscious and I would have just wanted to go home. So I'm like, the, this situation is not going to go well. I'll just go home. It's not a big deal. So I went home and then he was like, oh, like, don't worry. I've got loads of um, work on and stuff, so I'm going to be busy. So if I don't speak to you tomorrow, don't worry about it. So I was like, cool. So then the day goes by. Like, so this was on Sunday. And then he was like, Monday, I'm, I'm really busy with work. Don't, don't worry if I don't like speak to you. So I was like, cool. And then it gets to Tuesday and he messages me. And he was like, he basically said, because you didn't message me, we should just be friends. That's right. what, that was basically the gist of it. It was like, oh, I was waiting for you to message me, but... You didn't, so I think it's best we just stay friends. And okay. I'm like, okay, so what the... F- you just told me you were yeah. busy. So, like, what? What? <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, what? And I was like... I remember saying, like, you said you were busy, so I didn't want to message you and, like, annoy you or whatever. And then he literally replied, okay. Like, not even, like, okay. Oh, oh like, okay, a Y. It was okay. Mm. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then he messaged me again, basically being like, he, say, he said to me, what do you, basically the gist of it was like, what do you want from this? Right. And I was like, it's just rubbed, it's rubbed me the wrong way that right. you put it on. <laughs> she's, she's fuming, I, I can see I it. I can't wait eyes. to get started. <laughs> um, and then I was like, it rubbed me the wrong way that you basically said to me that, <laughs> you basically said to me that because I didn't message you, we should just be friends. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, well, like, what the fuck ever? Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> so I was like, you know what? This is a gigantic red flag and I'm just not interested. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good call. So now it's your turn. Okay, so <laughs> I went on a date with him, as I'm sure. And I, it's funny because I know other people who... I know, I know one of one other person who didn't go on a date with him, but who has had an experience with him. I never spoke to her about it, though, because I just didn't want to know. I had a really fucking good date with this guy. We went to, um, do you not remember me posting about it on my Instagram story and my close friends about going on a date with a really short guy? Yeah, but it would have been a while ago though, wasn't it? <clears throat> yeah, it was about three months ago. Oh my God, no way, fuck off. So it wasn't even that long before me? No. Ah, no. Oh, the tea. And because right, um, he was on Grinder 24 fucking seven. Anyway. Um, yeah, he messaged me on there as well. He, um, I'm so sorry about Bumble like a few days yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a time. Um, he, <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, we had a we had a really really nice day. Like the first day was lovely. Went to my favorite haunt, which is Whiskey Jar. Um, oh, I love Whiskey Jar. Have you been to their open night mic night mic mic night? <laughs> um, no, no, I haven't. It's been. really good. We should go I've sometime. In, yeah, we should. I've it's not re- been in years. It's I've really, really not been good. in years. I used to work at Shack, like over the road from there, and then obviously they'd all come in to Shack when it closed. But yeah, go on. Um and um. He came. Oh fucking! Uh, he came back here afterwards. No, he didn't. He we walked back here. He he walked me back home. Mm-hmm. I had like a little kiss, 
and he and he went home and we were it was yeah, just like he's literally about my size it's like he, five yeah, seven yeah or something. and like, he's, he's five seven and i'm six foot one <laughs> and um and i so i was like oh, but i've dated some i've dated someone like for a couple of months who was five eight so it's like the height difference really i'm like it doesn't bother me yeah it, if it's i'm like if the person is bothered by it then obviously that's an issue but anyway yeah He's very good looking. He's really good. He's like he's fit. Yeah, he's handsome. He's um, got a very nice like facial structure. Yeah, he does. Um, and I kind of, and I was like, Ooh. everything was like really good. We got on really, really, really well. He seemed really into me. He was messaging me loads. And then the next day, he was. Uh, we had agreed to go on a date like in a couple of days' time. After that, mm-hmm. right, or like or right on the night, we're like, oh, we'll go and we'll go and do this. I can't even remember what it was, but we'll go and do something. Um, and then, oh yeah, so the next day I was working all day, I think I was away or something and then I came back home and then I had to go and do a makeup at Dakota Hotel so I was doing some makeup in Dakota Hotel he was like, he said to me can I see you tonight? And I was like, oh my god yes of course you can, like literally the day after he was like, I want to see you again Like, I, I, I really want to see you mm-hmm. so he met me, he walked me back to mine we like, we were hanging out, Um, I think we had food together, we watched like a film we fell asleep on the sofa and, and and then I was like, right, it's time for you to go. He's like, no, I want to stay. So we stayed. We had a really fucking nice night with each other. Yeah, we got up in the morning. He was really lovely in the morning as he left. And then and then he just went weird. He went really, yeah. really weird with me. This is he, what he just went weird with me out of nowhere. And, yeah, and and I was like, happy next day. And messaging him. And then he was getting progressively weird. And then in the evening, he kind of my memory is so shit when I try and remember things, but he kind of just basically went a bit psycho with me and was like, I can't do this. And then he was starting to tell me all this stuff. I, I don't want to get all about this on the podcast. It's not fair. I'm not going to talk about everything that we spoke about. And it kind of all just broke down and it really, really upset me. It really, really broke my heart. Oh, babe. Because I'd been on a series of shit rela- uh, dates and then I met this guy who was lovely and then it was like the, oh, I want to see you again the next day. Although it transpired that the reason he actually wanted, that he was coming to see me was to talk to me because he was like, I like you, but I can't do this. Um, or so he said. And um, yeah, and then we came back and then it all just kind of like, and so I, and then we kind of would talk to each other every now and then. And it was like, uh, should we try this again? Should we hang out? No, it's not hang out. Let's try and be friends. But then he was on Grinder all the time. And I was like, why are you on Grinder? And then it was like, said in his thing that he was looking for a relationship. And I was like, why does it say you're looking for a relationship on your thing? Because you've actively told me that you can't do a relationship right now. And it's like, I mean, fair enough if you're just bullshitting me and saying that to me. But, like, make up your fucking mind. Stop, like, convincing people otherwise. I don't know. It was all very, very weird. Yeah. Like, he was messaging me, like, he messaged me a few days after it. And he was like... Because at this point, I was like, you're, I'm not doing this. Like, you're a red flag. Well no done. way. I was like, I can, like, I don't care. I don't want a relationship. I don't really want a relationship right now. I don't. If something good comes along with a good person, cool. All up for that. But after you give me a red flag like that, no way. Yeah, yeah. So, and then he messaged me a few days later. And he was like, oh, I had this cocktail at this bar. And it reminded me of the cocktail we had together. And I was like, Bleh. I was like, girl, and it, I was like, that stopped. Like now, you're just kind of cringing me out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what it was, but it really, I, it really upset me. Yeah, it's just one of them. But then it's I, just one of them where I just don't think he knows what he wants. No, fuck you know what no. I mean? He's just, a, he's just a dirty little chaser, and yeah, fully and he a just chaser, wants to. Fully. He's just, he's moved to a new city. He wants to get around all the girls. Yeah, yeah, literally. That that's one thing as well. Because when he told me he'd only been in Manchester a few months, I was like. 
oh, so you've moved to a new city and now you're trying to chase the trans girls. Like, Literally. come on, we're not stupid babes. We're not, we're, there's a very few trans girls in Manchester. We all speak to each other. Yeah. Like, let's just not. Yeah. I had a really horrendous week though that week because it was a couple of days after that a guy that I dated was the one, he was the one that turned around and said to me how, have I spoken about this on here? I don't know if I, hit, I have. <laughs> Very long story, so I'm not going to yeah, go into it. I yeah. don't really want to go all into it on here, but yeah. long story cut short, he was sort of, he came over to try and, it felt like he was trying to get something restarted with me. Mm-hmm. So, but he was convincing me of it, you know, and telling you what you want to hear. Telling me what I want to hear. Yeah. Well, no, because I didn't want to hear it, to be honest with you, actually. I, was, and I wasn't <laughs> but hearing telling it. Telling you what he thought you wanted to hear. Yeah. Yeah. We're so, we're so like connected, he was saying. We're yeah, so this, that, yeah. and the other. I feel like we have unfinished business. Oh, and, um, and I was like, okay, do you know what? I'm on board. And he said to me, yeah, but the thing is, babe, I like pussy. <sighs> oh my God. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Exactly. No, deep, deep. Fuck's and, sake. Um, and then he, why didn't like, like what, what? He just fucking shut up. I know. He said that. And I went, okay. I sat back. What did, what did he think you were going to say to her? And, I know, and, and he kept talking. But I, I, it was like that bit in fucking um, Snoopy, whatever it's called, was going, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and I couldn't hear him. And then I went, that really pissed me off. And he was like, was it, was, yeah, I was kind of just see red I, a little bit. I know, I was about to do his accent, but I can't. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's like, what do you mean, baby? It's like, and I'm like, I can't. I literally cannot. You believe you've just said that to me? Like that is literally the most offensive thing you can say to a trans girl. I've, I've like said like I was. You were like pouring your heart out to me, sort of saying that you want to do this, that, and the other, blah blah blah. And then I turn around, like, okay, I'm on board. And you've just said, yeah, but you're not cis, so I can't date you because you're not cis. Basically, <gasps> that's essentially what he was saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I didn't I, say that, but you might as well have just. Said I saw that. fucking red. Yeah, and I started did. shouting I at him. I would. And well. he was going, "Don't shout at me!" <laughs> and I was like, "You better!" <laughs> and then he left the apartment, and then blocked him. And never spoken to him since. Deep. Oh my god. But that man. It's funny how you say like, "Oh, I only like pussy," but like, well, you clearly liked what else he I fu- have to offer. He garlic. fucking loves dick. <laughs> That man loves dick in his mouth, in his ass, all around, slaps against his face. He fucking loves it. And I can tell you that from his first-hand experience. <laughs> they got, got five hours. Oh, God. Yeah, no, they love it. They love it. What a cunt. It's like, so, basically, I was telling her about this before, but I was seeing... I'm angry again now. I was... Have, sorry, I had a thing... Sorry, with a guy not long ago like literally like two three weeks ago now and he was like the same way like he came around and like we fought and like literally every single guy does this where like the second like you'll start kissing and then they'll just like your pants will come down and they'll just the head straight between your legs uh. and it's like there's not there's like barely any like pause in between it like clearly you want it uh. do you know what i mean and it's like so this guy was the same where he was like, so we, he came round, like he was a fireman, we did it. And like, we were talking for like quite a while afterwards. Like we was on the phone, like we were on the phone like all the time for hours on end. And then like, he kind of gave me like a soft launch into like the fact he was going to ghost me. A few days prior to this, like he told me like, oh, I've only got two days left in work and then I'm off for like two weeks. And then um, he had basically said to me, 
a few days after that because I could tell like obviously the few days like the conversations were getting like few and far between Uh and the messages were getting shorter the conversations were getting shorter and stuff like that and then it just kind of like fizzled a little bit and he said to me oh if I drop off and then I've not been speaking too much because of work and if I drop off don't like take it personally I just know like you just know like I love my work so much and stuff like that and I was like yeah cool no worries I could tell where this was going and then a few days later he just removed me off snapchat and I was like it's funny how you go from like talking to me for hours on end and we were talking about everything I was like I was saying to him like look I'm not cis I'm trans that we have a different lifestyle we're different people you know in terms of like transitioning surgeries etc like we're just different we don't look the same our lives are not the same and it was like no it's fine like I don't I don't mind and stuff like that and it's like you say that now because you're in the midst of it because I'm like an adrenaline rush for you do you know what I mean I'm new I'm exciting I'm different and then when you realize like the 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 um I don't want to say difficulties but like the 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 difference the differences of being trans and like you don't want to deal with like you know what society will say about us and stuff like that it's like but no i'm sorry fuck that i don't give a shit if if like society says fuck all fuck 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 yeah no like fully fuck that but it's like at the same time why are we even saying this man I'm trying, off no, I know that, but I'm just trying to say like <laughs> this is what they'll this is what they'll do. Like they'll yeah, get, they'll be into it, it and is. then they'll realize it's not what they think it's going to be. Do you know what I mean? They shit themselves. Yeah, essentially, like they just don't want to deal with it. And it's like, babes, I deal with this my entire life. This is my life. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, just fucking grow some balls, assholes. Literally, <laughs> bloody hell. So, what we're we gonna do about this? <laughs> I don't know, babes. What are we gonna do about it? <laughs> I we... mean, you, you, you'd be more successful, I think, with getting boyfriends. Because, like, obviously, like I said, I don't want a relationship and stuff. But How I, I just feel it, like darling? I'm irresistible. <laughs> exactly. I'm just charming. No, but you had like literally though, like you, you have had successful relationships. Well, I say successful, like long, <laughs> longer than I've had. Anyway, but it's not a competition. So circling back, mm-hmm. you mentioned earlier that you're on Only Friends. <laughs> And Only that's how friends. we met. Yeah. Um, because is, we went through t- Twitter. Twitter. And um, I spotted this beautiful lo- young lady who was also in Manchester who was creating similar content to myself. Yes. And I was like, huh, hang on a second. I was like, and I looked who at her. Is I was she? Like, I was, Where did you find her? <laughs> and I looked at you and I was like, she's got nice hair and makeup. Like, and this sounds silly. It was like, how do I not know you? Because when you live in, in, in a city like Manchester or any kind of city or whatever, like, Mm-hmm. You know everyone, yeah. Especially in like a in inverted commas small community like ours, and then especially something was like, and then I I did a bit of digging, mm-hmm. uh, because I was like I need to figure out who this person is, and then you and you like and I figured out and I was like you do makeup, and I was like how do mm-hmm. I not know you? So that's why I reached out, and it's kind of funny. I was quite because, new to it at that point as well. I think. But it's funny because we originally so in if you don't know in the world of OnlyFans, mm-hmm. um, there is a term that people use quite often, which is a collab. Oh yeah, yeah. which basically means sex yeah. and it's really funny because it's become 
this ridiculous thing now where people will just message me like, can we collab? Yeah. And um, like profiles with like 400 followers and no profile oh, picture. I, I literally, someone messaged me the other day. I get it all the time. And it was like, can, can I collab? And I said, well, where's your OnlyFans? I mean, I'm, I'm out of the game these days, but I still have my Twitter account there. So I, I just, I play with it every now and then. Yeah, no, I and, always um, get it. And he was like, oh, no, I haven't got OnlyFans. Um, I just, so I said, so you, just then, wanna, so you just want to have sex with me, basically. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's, I actually reached out to you about that. And you were like, um, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, no, so at this point, I mean, now it's different because, like, I feel like hormones have completely changed my idea on what I find sexually attractive. And, like, I fully would go with a trans woman now. Okay, but, well, let's collab Yeah, I mean, where's your fans, bitch? Slack the podcast off. But no, yeah, so she was asking me and I was very apprehensive because I'd never done it with a feminine person and I yeah, wasn't yeah. attracted to feminine people at that time. So basically I was like, oh, uh, we can come and like take pictures and stuff, but I yeah. don't really want to have sex. Yeah. And she was we, like, yeah, cool. Yeah, which like, is what we did. We got we got all dolled up. We did some pictures together. We had a kiki. It was a really good fun time. That's yeah, how we, like, it was, yeah, it was our first time we'd ever met each other. And that's the thing that kind of started our relationship. Yeah, and we've been best friends ever since. And uh, how have you found like navigating... OnlyFans, uh, because and again I've mentioned this a few times because I think there is there are a lot of like similarities between you and you and myself, mm-hmm. and in, through our journey and that we both kind of like did things in similar we were, ways. We were yeah. makeup artists who then went because of lockdown we ended up yeah making OnlyFans to make some money and then we were like and then that cracked our eggs and yeah <laughs> and I here feel we are like so with you as well I feel like you so around the time you came out was around the time I was like seriously questioning yeah like who I was and then I remember Elliot Page as well was just recently came out and like you two had come out at quite a similar time and it kind of like double whammied me in a way and I was like oh like shit maybe you know I I can actually like like seeing you do it made me more hopeful that I could do it as well oh I like that yeah so you kind of in a way cracked my egg um but no so um OnlyFans was something I w- originally did to make money. I was, I was, and still am called Savannah Sin. Um, so if you want to subscribe, <laughs> um, please do go and support the it's dolls. It's six dollars sixty. Uh, yeah. So um, I started doing OnlyFans primarily just to make money. At this point, I was like the f- the um, forbidden word of crossdresser, mm-hmm. um, and that's how I see myself. You know, and I used to always say, like, I'm not like I don't live my life as a woman. I just, you know, I like that I can take it off and be someone else again and etc. like that, even though obviously that wasn't the case. That's just how I was protecting myself. Yeah, I get that. Essentially. Totally. So, yeah, OnlyFans started off as something I did just to get me through lockdown, essentially. But now it's like my like half of my main income. Yeah. You know, it's literally how I pay my rent. Yeah, same. So. OnlyFans now is very different to what OnlyFans was then. I, d- I literally make half of what I make. Yeah. Like now. So it's very strange to. I mean, for other people, it's different. But for me, like, I've got burnout with it so hard. Like, I don't do it because I want to do it. Like, I used to like it. Do you know what? I used to like it to an extent. I used to like, like, because back then it was the way I expressed my gender. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It was, I was doing it like every other day. And then I came out as trans and it became a job and not something I did for fun. Yeah. Something I did for like just a bit of a side money. It's hard work. People don't yeah, re- realise this. Like people, re- and not only that, like having to deal with the, 
like I go on Grinder and I swear to God, like everyone's like, I know you from Twitter, yeah, I know yeah, you from yeah, Reddit, yeah, yeah. I know you from here, I know you from that. And like people, I like I literally have my normal name, like my actual name on Grinder, and people will go, "Hi, Savannah." Yeah, I'm like clearly I'm not fucking on here as her. Like it's just, uh, is it? It's, it's got to a point where like i just really want to detach myself from it yeah like i don't i'm not her she is not me like she is a character i've created that's so funny hearing she's you say a persona. that I, I feel exactly the same way yeah she's a persona that i have made to make money she yeah. is not real she is not real savannah is not real naya is real yeah she's a character i've created yeah and it's like it's when people are just people will say to me stuff like People will call me, like, someone messaged me on Grindr the other day, and she was like, um, are you into other CDs? And I'm like, clearly I'm not a fucking CD, you fucking dumb bitch. CD, TV, VHS. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> it's like, girl, stop. Like, people are always saying to me, like, oh, I've seen you on Twitter, I've seen you on Reddit, I've seen you on this. And it's like, babe, she is not real. Yeah. She's not real. I'm real. I'm Nia. I am a trans woman. The person you see on Twitter is an illusion she's a character she's not real i can't put this i can't stress this enough like yes it's but you're not me <clears throat> you're selling a fantasy though and like on on yeah yeah no twitter and yeah, on only fans and everything and you're convincing people that you what that that is what you look oh, like yeah, 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 that yeah, you're no, in that sense yeah obviously. you're a blow up fuck doll you know yeah yeah, yeah. no completely I, that, but this is what i'm saying like it's some people are so porn is like their lives yeah in, in a way do you know what i mean they spend all the time on twitter they comment on all my stuff they see me like that all the time and obviously you're going to make that connection like and obviously people are going to think that is me but it's like babes like i'm an actor i'm an actress or whatever do you know what i mean yeah. like it's not it's not who i am it's my job like yes. it's, it's how i make money like yeah. let's not misconstrue this like i don't get i don't fuck on camera every single day of my life like i have a life like yeah. i am a different person and i just want people to understand and respect that i am not that i'm not like obviously trans women and fetishization go hand in hand because of our past because obviously predominantly there's a lot more opportunities for us this these days like we're a lot more visible and we're a lot more open like yeah. in regards to social media and stuff but but it's because we're different and we're to be yeah and we're, we're like you know we're a fantasy yeah which is what we sell and how we make money and that's cool but you have to it's just basic human respect to me to not just straight up start fetishizing me and asking me for news and pictures and stuff just because that's what i do like thinking from from those people's perspective though is like when you're already kind of putting content and stuff like that out there in that space it's almost like you're giving them the permission to do that and i think it takes yeah, um it takes someone with a lot of brains which most people when they've got their dick in, in their hands yeah yeah no, don't completely. have and so they're like when they're messaging you on grinder when they're messaging on twitter whatever they're not thinking of like that person. They're thinking of what hole I can fuck. Oh yeah. Do you think it's affected your dating life having only fans? Yeah, completely, hundred percent, a million percent. That's why I want to like not do it anymore, because I just feel like people just attach you to it. Yeah. And like I get it. Like I've been doing it for two years. Do you know what I mean? I've got yeah. over a hundred thousand followers on Twitter. I've yeah. got like sixty k on Reddit. Like I am quite well known yeah in that sense but i just wish people would take the time to actually get to know me before they start treating me like you know 
I'm just a piece of meat that they want to fuck. Which is cool. If you want to fuck, literally all you have to do is treat me like a human being. And I will find that. I'm not saying that's like a one-way ticket into like fucking me. But I'm just saying like, I will be, I will warm up to you better if you just actually give me the respect and the decency that any human being deserves. Do you know what I mean? It's so interesting how people change when they see it. Because like, I mean, my, my ex and my current partner, I was like really adamant that they weren't to see it, and they were cool with it, and they were absolutely fine about what it. They wanted to, or they didn't. Um, to be honest with you, no, they didn't. They although to, my my current boyfriend has seen it a long time ago, and he saw it and was like, "Oh no, that's because I know her. I don't want to look. I don't want to look further." Um, whereas my ex just, uh, I just didn't really care. Um, yeah. Like I literally, I don't tell people I do OnlyFans. Yeah, it's like because it's, most... it's crazy though that people like that. But then the thing is that they have to find they have to find out eventually, and they have to be okay yeah, no, with it. Yeah, no, and like that's what I don't like lying to people. But at the same time, I don't want to tell them I do it, and then they just instantly fetishize me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. It's not. It's not that I don't want. To, I'm not ashamed of it in any way. It's, it's how it changes. The it's yeah. It's how it you. changes the perception of like who I am, and then it'll just go straight to like, oh, let me see your news, let me see your OnlyFans, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it's like, I'm a human being. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, treat me with some respect. But I don't think this is an exclusively. Uh, this is a thing that relates to trans people exclusively because I oh, hear yeah, sex workers in general. I hear, but I hear a lot of people talking about this in general. That when they're dating nowadays, the second that there's any kind of mention or anything to do with sex, that guys, that well, not just guys, but a lot of people's brains go doink, and then it's all they can think about. Yeah, yeah, and um, because it's just obviously we'll know what it's like to kind of be horny in that way. I don't, I don't get horny like that anymore because of hormones. (laughs) Tell me about it, girl. But um. It's it's I understand what it's like to be driven by testosterone. What, yeah, yeah, what it's like to be driven by just that overwhelming urge to just like fuck, literally. And I don't like I cannot even tell you I do not feel like that anymore <laughs> whatsoever. I can I can barely even like obviously there's guys like I hook up with and stuff like that. It's guys who I was, who I hook up with quite regularly who like know me who know that and who know that side of me and still. Even though obviously we're only just, you know, with me, we talk for a little bit, we have sex, and then it's just that's what it is. But they still treat me like a human being. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They give me the respect I deserve, and that's why I let them hit it. Because, <laughs> because they don't treat me like a fetish. Even though we're obviously, we're just, you know, we both know why we're here. But it's just like, it's, it's different when you're driven by testosterone and all you want to do is fuck and i don't want to play into that when i'm trying to like get to know someone yeah let's talk about that let's talk about the difference between pre hormones and, and post hormones because oh, so much has so much has changed so much well in, in the the terms of of sex because i i speak about this quite often with friends and people like that and the the it's so eye-opening and so just crazy different to go for i i used to have a re- ridiculous sex drive me too me too and and it was almost like when you'd think about i mean i think i still think about sex 24 7 but i I don't i I think about it in a very different way yeah i think about it more just because i'm a pervert (laughs) and um yeah and it's (laughs) and i think of it about it more sometimes i get it in a bit of a kinkier way i think because and more of like a connection way rather than just being like, I just want to fuck, fuck like you yeah. said earlier. Because it was, it beforehand, it was like this 
almost like a primal urge. Yeah. Complete, and, this and it, overwhelming, like, all-consuming yes. feeling. And you feel it and you literally in your groin. And you couldn't think of anything else other than... Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, for those who are listening and who can't see the visual, that, that along with that noise, just Anaya has just done a wonderful um, <laughs> masturbating of, of, a, of a penis sort of motion with her hand. <laughs> um, but that is so totally what it is. Yeah, completely. and um, the one thing that I will say is that depending on like my sort of my hormone cycle or whatever, and where I'm at with with like my blocker and stuff, that I kind of go in dips and and waves. And when I this is gonna get I'm getting TMI now. So anyone who's well, it's not TMI, but if when I become um, aroused, let's say, in a physical sense, that's when that kind of primal urge comes back a little bit. But I think pre-hormones, it would happen before before that, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. without explaining exactly what I mean. Yeah. And I think it's so eye-opening. For me, I felt pretty much the same. Um, I would... I'd, I'd literally do anything. When I was in the mood, I would literally do anything <laughs> to just get myself yeah. off and like with <laughs> with literally anyone but i don't know if that's tickles me what i don't know it's just funny keep going <laughs> so for me it would literally like i'd do anything to get it off with anyone yeah but now it's like i don't even really i do think about it but like you say like i think about it in a different way yeah i think about it i don't it's not an all-consuming urge to just like get myself off it's I want I want to do it with someone who like I know who I'm comfortable with, who like gets it. Do you know what I mean? Because like you've seen the story I put on Twitter the other day where like the guy I'd I'd so this guy had been messaging me on Grinder for ages and ages and ages and ages, and so I was like, you know what? Like I'm just gonna just fuck it. Why not? It'll just get him off my back. So I was like, yeah, sure, come round, and then so he gets here. He's pretty hot. You know, he's got muscles, very masculine, very my type in that sense. And then he comes around and he kind of puts it on me pretty quickly. And then he's literally like eating me out. And then as he's doing this, he's like, obviously, you know, pleasuring himself. (laughs) And like, so he's eating me out. And then I'm like, I'm getting kind of bored because it's literally all he's doing. (laughs) So... (laughs) I mean, it feels good, don't get me wrong, but I'm like, like, okay, so like, you, you might, as well, just, you might yeah. as well just put it in me. Starting to think about all those bills you've got to pay, <laughs> TV license. Yeah, thinking about what I'm going to have for tea later. Like, so he, so I'm like, do you want to fuck? And he's like, yeah, sure. So I put the condom on. And do you know, like, when someone starts to go soft and they're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like pushing against you <laughs> and you know... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like you can just feel a soft <sighs> willy against your bum hole. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like, I've literally sat, no, I'm not joking. Like, I'm sat there and I'm like, this. <laughs> like, like, what's going on? And I'm like, he's like, I'm like, are you gonna, you know, fuck me? And he's like, yeah, um, it's just like, do, 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 and he's just kind of like saying all these excuses. So he's like, right, get on the bed. So, because obviously I was like, I was leant over the bed and he was over he was like behind me so he's like okay so just get on the bed so I'm like oh okay like maybe he wants to do it in like missionary or something so I'm I'm like sat there and he just keeps stroking himself 
on yeah. top of me. Like he takes the condom off and he's stroking himself on top of me and I'm like, oh, okay, I know what this is gonna. Obviously, he's just gonna stroke himself. He's gonna come and then it's just gonna be yeah, whatever. He just needs to get over and, and guess at this what? Point. That happened, and I was like. I was literally like, I was literally sat there like, just hurry up because yeah. like, I'm bored. Do you know what I mean? Like, this oh. was just a waste of time, and I'm like, what the fuck was the point? But it's so for, that's what I mean. Like for me, like I would have been into that. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, not into it. Obviously, I would have been. I would have liked to be fucked. But it was just like I just didn't feel like I wanted it. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I just there was no urge for it. There was no excitement i was just like let's just fucking get it over with yeah do you know what i mean and that's the difference now because i don't get that (laughs) i don't get that horny anymore i just don't i just i just fucking don't you're taking progesterone aren't you yeah yeah what percent um dosage are you on i'm not too sure how many um okay i'm on one a day okay yeah so my dosage so i'm on decapeptil yeah i have that free every three months three months and then I'm on a hundred milligram um, estradiol patches okay. that I change twice a week, and I'm on progesterone. How are you finding the patches? I'm quite happy with it. Yes. <laughs> I say this as I rub my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy with my dosage. Um, I asked because I'm. Uh, I've just. I had my first appointment finally with the, with. Indigo. Oh my god! Yeah, tell me about that. Tell me about that. Well, you because you went. You've gone through everything with Gender GP, haven't you? Yeah. So you've, t- you've got uh, access have, to. I'm also on the waiting list as well for GIC. Um, so, I've been on the waiting list now for, well, I got put on the waiting list last August, so it would have been around about, just over just a year. year. Yeah. Um, so, um, I, um, it was basically very similar. I've had my first appointment. I was very similar kind of experience to what gender GP was like on your first appointment. You basically just okay. have to talk about your gender, your gender sort of like your gender story, journey. Yeah, gender yeah. journey. I cried a lot. And, um, but I mean, then the second appointment is in about two months. Um, and then that's when they're going to do like a review. So the only thing that really like I'll get out of it is um, you can get electrolysis. Amazing. Uh, voice yeah, they coaching. don't pay for anything like obviously laser hair removal, electrolysis and stuff like that, but no ma- major surgery like SFS. No, 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 don't. Um, they can do, I know they can do um, SRS. But Did you know that in France that they pay for and, FFS? And Canada as well, I think. Really? I think Canada do as well. Yeah, um, I, I know someone who they sort of they subsidize most of it, so you end up paying about four grand or something like that. That's so few, I'm fuming about that. No, literally though, I swear the only major surgery I I really want is FFS. The rest right. I can't really care less about right now. For me, like it's most of my dysphoria is like neck up. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm okay with not having big boobs, and I'm okay with like. Oh my god, no, I want jokes. I'm quite, I'm quite <sighs> small. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like my frame. Fashion tits. Is, yeah. yeah, like barely there. May or may not have boobs. Yeah. Probably that. But I don't mind. I don't mind my body. Yeah, that's nice. That's really good. I'm, I'm happy for you. That's what I mean. I'm in such a good place now because I like it. Yeah. I see I see it and I'm like, this is what I want. But don't get me wrong. I would like my boobs to be a bit bigger. I'd oh, like yeah. my hips to be a bit wider. Yeah. But I can deal with it. Yeah. It's mainly my face okay. that I'd have thingy with. But yeah, so um, what else? Is it that you can get? Um, so, um, obviously they do all your hormones stuff. So for people who are is not it free, you don't have to pay. No, you have. To, I think uh, to be honest with you, I don't know. I think you still have to pay the NHS amount, which is probably what the same. It's the same. Yeah, <laughs> that's the same. It's, it's the basically the same. The um, but then you haven't got to pay for the private clinic, right? Saving thirty quid a month. Yeah, um, I mean, like, um, you can have. They'll do voice coaching, which I'm just going to do for the camp of it. 
Oh yeah, no, I'd, I'm the same. I've been watching voice training things on YouTube. I couldn't, I couldn't give two fucks. It's hard. Do it it sounds like, funny. I feel like you'd have to go to actual vocal training lessons. That's like, what they do. Just being like, yeah. you can't just go and be like, hi, I'm talking like this now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's hard, do you know what a, I mean? I, don't, I sound like what I sound like. Um, yeah, but for me, I feel like my voice, this is another thing about why I'm glad I'm doing a take too, because back then, I would have probably cared how my voice sounds more. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, like even though I do care about how my voice sounds, it's just like I'm the same as you. I'm just like whatever. Yeah. Sound how I sound. And um, you can get access to therapy as well. Well, um, yeah. So I think that's and there's probably other stuff as well that they do, but I can't remember. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm really happy. So was you it should... a phone call? Or yeah, a I, had call? A, I had a video call. Um, I had a phone call first, and then I had a video, which was like an hour long, and then I had a video call. Okay. Um, but they are they're finally working through um the massive, massive, massive fucking backlog. Yeah, different like lists of everything. So um lovely Eden who I spoke to said to me that she's like, You're probably one of the first people that we've kind of taken from the list. From like it was like a certain type of list or something, I don't know. Yeah. But it's cool. Well, it's been lovely to chat to you again, sweetheart. Yes, it has. I hope that everything on the horizon for you is much better. I'm Thank glad you. to see that you're sort of on the up because Yeah um so am i <laughs> like we mentioned like the last time we kind of spoke properly like on this podcast even though no one's ever heard this but Thank God. it, it, it <laughs> Thank was God. just it was all very doom and gloom yeah no it was it was and yeah same i'm happy we're both i feel like we're both um yeah. on the up you know we're both getting there you know it's definitely not easy but you just fucking gotta make the most of it girl you do you, you do, do. Um, thank you very much to say goodbye. No worries, darling. Thank you very much. It's been yeah. wonderful to talk to you today. Good. Good. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.